As is tradition within the wrestling world, a 10-bell salute for former wrestlers, performers, superstars, whatever terminology you want to use. Of course, the passing of Terry Funk and one Bray Wyatt within the last 72 hours or so has really shocked the pro wrestling world. I'm Aaron Phillips. We're coming to you live from Samstown today from the Power Play Sports Collectibles Toy Show and Memorabilia event here today and tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. To my left, one of the founding members of this show, Mr. Scott Hosey, the man of Power Play Sports himself. To my right, of course, the man simply known as Chief. And on the far right, your far left, is Mr. Matt Mullen. I've got news for you down on Fremont Street. Mullen, yeah. welcome to this very special edition. We are going to uh, talk about wrestling we're going to talk about the events coming up but scott's got to get everything organized so we're going to we're going to i want to start off with you and we'll, we'll throw it with scott terry funk bray wyatt we know you're close to the wrestling community on levels many people wish uh talk about terry funk first if you don't mind your your thoughts when you got the news of him passing and maybe a favorite match a favorite event something like that with terry well a lot of people know that uh <clears throat> i work for a government agency so i travel quite a bit in the world and uh, there's a DOE facility in Amarillo. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'd go down to Amarillo, which is called the Pantex facility, um, I'd either make time for lunch or if I was working you know, dinner to go out to the ranch, um, sit with Terry. Um, last time I saw him, I knew. Um, it's all right. It was hard. Terry was a great guy. His wife was wonderful. She passed a few years back. And that was uh, the love of his life. And Guys, uh, you kind of know yeah. at that yep. point yeah. when husband and wives are that close that it's, it's, it's inevitable. Yeah, you and see you, the You signs. saw the health yeah. go down. Um, Terry was a wonderful guy. Um, did many signings for me. Sorry. Um, it's okay, okay, brother. Was a great guy. Mm -hmm. Just overall a legend. Yeah, I, I for one, you got, Chief especially, you probably saw Terry Funk when he was champion of NWA and he had a when very... When he was six. Where, <laughs> yep. Chief, Chief yep. had to do it. Yep. Chief or Terry Funk. My, my, my personality. <laughs> No, so, so I get no respect. <laughs> Only on Kendo sticks. <laughs> on Kendo sticks. That's yeah. right. So, but, so you remember him before the hardcore stuff yeah. really came into play. The two, the two things that come to mind to me. One is when Terry wore the shirt that says "Egg Sucking Dog" in re, in response to Dusty Rhodes. The other one which I think was one of the best matches I've ever seen. Unfortunately, no fans were there. That would have been Terry Funk and the King, Jerry Lawler, in the Memphis Arena when it was empty. And they just beat the crap out of each other. That was a lights out match. Absolutely. Yeah. Matt, your thoughts on, on your memories of Terry Funk and what, what your thoughts are, his passing, what do you remember most about Terry, his legacy for you? I remember most of being at CAC with Scott and like meeting Terry and just sitting there like talking to him like he's a normal human being, you know, it was just like in he awe was. like yeah. the whole time. Like, Terry. everyone's got to remember they are human beings. They just have way cooler jobs than we do. <laughs> now, Terry, Terry, make a lot more money. Terry was great. Um, that, that's, you know, reasons like that, him and Bachwinkle are the reasons why I was involved with CAC for so many years. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it's public knowledge now, but I'm going to be very heavily involved um, on a board with the Wrestling Hall of Fame out of Waterloo, yeah. which uh, 
Jared Briscoe and uh, Brad Shaw um, and myself all had dinner. Um, a lot of legends, Barry and Von Raschke. So my involvement uh, in wrestling is definitely going to uh, improve again. Um, but it'll be with the Waterloo Group. Nice. And uh, we'll be going back each year. And if you're ever interested in coming to Waterloo, please let me know. Um, it's a small town, um, so you have to fly in to like Des Moines and take a two-hour drive. But only about 35 minutes away from uh, Waterloo is the Field of Dreams location, yeah. which you know, can't ask for anything better. Yeah, no, I mean, is it, as a baseball fan, if you're that close, you have to go. Is it, is it yeah. like the town Liz was born and raised in? You blink your eyes and you miss it? Pretty much. And okay. there's a bunch of cornfields. But the, the, Terry is the epitome of what the Hall of Fame should be. Um, no disrespect. What I'm not trying to – you guys can talk about Bray um, because that's more of the newer generation. As you know, I go yeah. way back with Terry, the J.J. Dillons, and mm -hmm. those guys. And uh, it hits home. You know, the, It really does. The, the one other thing I remember, too, is Terry – and Dory's dad, yeah, Terry and Dory, the three of them wrestling together. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, just like the Briscoes. In the Amarillo area. It's just too bad there wasn't a trios championship back in those days. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's involved, evolved, but, you know, um, Cody said it best last night yep. on SmackDown. Yep. He was the perfect person. Vince, Hunter, yep. whoever you want to say is running WWE mm -hmm. events. Um, <laughs> but and it was thoughts the, and opinions expressed. Yeah, but he was the perfect person to go out there yes. and get. It didn't need to be Vince. It didn't need to be Hunter or no, anything like that. It didn't need to be Mick. Yeah. No. It, it, well, Mick would have done a, a fun yeah, job. Yeah, he, he but, probably would have. But because Mick, Mick looked up to Terry. Hugely, oh, absolutely. Huge. But, but Cody was the perfect person, and I'm glad it wasn't just a. Um, Video going, package. going, going to commercial. Right. Exactly. I, I want to get your. I know. I know. I got to let you go yeah. because the vendors are coming in. Doors open at ten o'clock down here for the event, put on by Powerplay Sports. You know, I was thinking about this this morning. You have. I saw Terry when he was the hardcore stuff with yeah. Nick and all ECW. that stuff. And then when he did it in WWE, WWE as well. Yeah. So I saw him on that end. Then we we go to Bray Wyatt and the type of performance and wrestling and things that he did, although a lot of them were theatrical, as, as a lot of people tend to use. Yeah. Would you guys not agree or not, not agree with me that in a way they're both hardcore, just very different ways of getting there? Bray maybe did it, you know, you got fire matches, you got you know, all these different things that he did. One style of hardcore, then you have a hardcore <clears throat> legend like Funk. To me, they're, it's like a they're in the same plane, but maybe a little dimensionally different. I don't know if I'm explaining what the thought is, but to me, it's, they both have their own uniqueness in terms of that hardcore style of presentation. Yeah, they, they definitely bridged the gap is what yeah. they did. They did definitely, you know, because Terry couldn't do the uh, the mat wrestling and that. Right. You know, he had to come up with a gimmick as sure. he got older. And I can tell you this, you know, it was probably about six, eight months ago. He was in very bad health when, you know, I saw him last. But, you know, to be honest with you, um, Wrestlers never retire. Mm -hmm. And if he had the opportunity, yes, to answer that question, he yeah, would have. He would have got out of that wheelchair and had some kind of hardcore match because that was Terry Funk. Right. He was going to go to his grave, God rest his soul, <clears throat> wrestling. That's mm -hmm. why it says never say never. Yep. That's right. All right, we're going to let you go you, so gentlemen. you can get to it. Have we'll a good see show. It. Yes, sir. I appreciate Thank you very much. Take care, Matt. We'll see you later. Woo. Take care, everyone. Hope to see you here at Sam's Town. Uh, that's right. Today and tomorrow from 10 to 5, Sam's Town. Sports, sports cards, toys, and collectibles show Sam's Town Hotel and Casino August 
Today and tomorrow. And the 27th. Today and tomorrow. With with Logan Thompson appearing Sunday from 12 to 1. Ariel Shoes, Saturday and Sunday. Sin Bodie, Saturday and Sunday. Greg the Hammer Valentine, Saturday and Sunday. Juan Munez, artist and illustrator, will be here Saturday and Sunday. And thoughts count anywhere. Us, we're live right now in Samstown. Well, and sort then, of live. And then we're followed by Aaron's Hour at the top of 12 noon. There you go. Also coming in to Golden Knights Cheerleaders and from the Las Vegas Aviators, the mascots, the Aviator and Spruce. So there you have it. All right, folks. we're going to step aside for a quick break. We're going to play Fire Drill co-hosts. Uh, when we come back, um, <coughs> Mr. Thomas Burnett, our historian, will join us here at the table. Um, you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere, and what started off a little somber, but you know us. Once we start making our picks and getting into our routine, it'll be no business as usual. Don't go anywhere. TCA will be right back. Well, hello, good people of planet Earth. Is this thing on? Hello. I can't see you out there in TV land, so I'm going to rely upon the honesty of the Internet that I know you're on the other side of this mirror. And me, your warlord of weird Sin Bodie, is hoping that if you want to stumble upon the greatest form of Internet entertainment of all time, even though the Internet's only been around for about 23 minutes, I would like you to watch WWTBTV. Dot com. It is amazing. It is awesome. They'll teach you the meaning of life. They'll teach you all sorts of cool stuff, how to turn peanut butter into jelly, and so many other things. And if you're going to watch, do it with styles. Do I look like I'm clowning around? Is this thing on? All right. Welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Before we get into some of the normal stuff, I think we'll turn our attention yeah. to Bray. Um, I, when the news broke, I was, actually, I was at the studio getting ready for the round table. Oh, wow. Ten minutes to four, roughly, and I, like everybody, oh, by the way, the historian joins us. I neglected to tell everybody, but they could see they that. They can see you. Um, see, he goes, I, he goes away for a week. He comes back. For a week, I was here last and, week. And he's still, he's still forgetting stuff. I, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm not used to I, sitting I, inside. I don't anyway, know. so uh, I was shocked. My, my jaw dropped, and, and I think I shared it with you guys, and I was hunting to make sure it wasn't a garbage post, and then all of a sudden the verification started coming in. Uh, for me personally, I'm kind of glad I had a show to do at 4 o'clock because it took my mind off of that devastating news. Uh, uh, it still seems very surreal for me. So, uh, you know, what's your, what's your guys's? I mean, other than the emotion of losing a guy at 36 years old, you know, Wyndham Rotundo, What's your thoughts? What was your reactions when you first got the news, guys? Who wants to go first? I was just completely shocked and devastated. Completely came out of nowhere. Just a couple of weeks ago, his father said that he's giving up for a return sometime soon. Yep. And now all of a sudden, he's gone out of the blue. It's like, what, what the hell? Yeah. Matt? It was crazy. I was like... My friend Ryan messaged me. He goes, dude, I think Bray Wyatt died. And I was like, no way. I started grabbing my phone. And it started becoming real. It was like freaking heartbroken. Mm -hmm. it's like my that guy's been my favorite wrestler for like since he's been in like the Wyatt family. That dude's like been captivating on TV. Like there's a lot of wrestlers like you can like watch, kind of look at your phone, do whatever. Bray Wyatt comes on TV, you drop everything, you're just watching. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But forget it's like the first celebrity death that like really gotten to me. It was like 
I was so excited for like him to return and like when his dad did the interview and said he's coming back soon, I was like, cool, I wonder what kind of crazy stuff he's gonna do now and then to hear this is just not only do we lose the guy, the performer, then you know like the family man he is. You just think about Jojo and his kids and mm -hmm. it's awful. And, and you guys somebody said it succinctly at the beginning when Scott was here that everybody we watch on TV, we know them as their characters, we know them as to what they're portraying, but we forget that Bray Wyatt is really Wyndham Rotunda, yeah. the man, like you just alluded to, and like you said, you know, these guys are human beings, and, and we forget that being on TV, like you said, is the coolest job anybody could ever have, yeah. and they're just as susceptible to normal day's stuff as, any, as anybody else is. Right? I mean, it's, it is set. Chief, your thoughts on, on it. I, I went back and um, the first thing that clicked in my mind was the podcast that we did at Sunset Station mm -hmm. when we had a 100th episode. Mike and Barry and Bo. Yeah. And I, the first thing that hit my mind was how's Bo taking this? Because when we were able to talk off camera, Bo and Bray were so close. They're like this. Exactly. And that's what really hit me. Mm -hmm. um, medically, uh, you know, we, we joke a lot. We have a good time. But I'll say it this way. Reading that Bray had COVID and um, had the heart attack. Mm -hmm. um, that really, <clears throat> if, if that don't open people's eyes, it opened mine, believe me. Cause you all know, uh, if you follow it, you know I had a heart attack and I got three stents and I've been vaccinated for COVID. But you know what? That scared the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't have any other way to put it. It scared the shit out of me. I think for a lot of people, this his passing is almost like a, a, a gut check for everybody, for what you uh -huh. just talked about. You know, it gives you an opportunity to kind of sit back and kind of go, you know what? Today's, today is a day that I've got to make the best of it. I love my family. I love my kids. Pick up the phone and call somebody that you haven't spoken to. Whatever it is. Because, again, I hate sounding cliche, but life is done like that. I think, I think it makes, I think it makes us, I hope it makes us reflect mm -hmm. on how short life is. And we cannot take anything for granted day in and day out. So in other words, to you fellas, mm -hmm. I love you. Love you too. I love, I love you too. too. Like um, the most cliche-like statement yeah. I know of. Tomorrow ain't guaranteed. Live every day like it's your last. Yes. Right. Yes, sir. That's right. Yes, sir. Take today as a present <clears throat> because we have it now. Right. No gifts tomorrow. Uh, Thomas, let me get your thoughts on this. Last night was SmackDown. And up until probably a couple hours before the show was due to air, uh, reports had gone out that they pretty much tossed out everything that they were going to do, and rightfully so. Um, <clears throat> What was your thoughts on the show as a whole paying tribute to Bray, to Funk, and everything else? What, give me your thoughts on what you saw. Was it on a scale of 1 to 10? Give me a grading on, on the 
honoring for those gentlemen? For Bray, I gave it a perfect 10. They did everything right. They paid all those tribute videos and everything. They just made you cry, and really, when you're watching it. Then with Funk, like eight. I think maybe they could do a little bit more, but the but Cody honoring him was was perfect, like Scott said. Mm -hmm. There's no one better than doing it than a Rhodes. Mm -hmm. Since you can't have Dusty do it, next best thing is next best thing would have been Dustin, but you can't do Dustin, so do Cody. Right, right. I was I was happy to see Eric Rowan yeah. come in for that, and also of course Braun Strowman, who's recovering from surgery. But it was cool that that they allowed him or whatever, however it was done. To have Eric Rowan standing right there in the front line. Yeah. I heard they were trying to get like a lot more people to come, but like travel. Last like Alexa Bliss said she was going to come, but they couldn't get a plane. Yeah, I she saw couldn't her get post. there before the end of the show. Yeah, I saw I saw her post. Um, so to those who weren't there, I mean Seth Rollins also put a great post out there. You know, he, it it made him realize that his family time, like we were just talking about, um, if he had if he had chose to go in for last night then it would have been one last day that he would normally spend with Becky and the, their daughter. Yeah. And he chose to be home because, again, the rush, the travel, and yeah. everything. Instead of taking one last day with the family to be there, although he loved Bray, and I thought what he said uh, online on his Twitter honoring Bray was, was nicely done, um, I think he chose to stay home. And I think even in his post, he mentioned, because this is what Bray would have wanted for me to spend time with my family. Yep. He pulled like a video and he said, like when Luke Harper died, they called each other and like, I love you, man, love you. Yeah. And he was like, something about going to a show and he was like, just hug your family. Yeah. It's what he would have wanted. I think the, the, the thing that hit me with the show last <clears> night <throat> was seeing Braun and Rowan mm -hmm. bring the rocking chair. Mm -hmm. I was yep. That hit hard. Mm -hmm. So uh, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I think it's a tough question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Bray Wyatt of the Wyatt family, that character, yeah, versus the Fiend and all of that stuff. Which portrayal was did you like better, or did you like them both evenly? Now they both brought something different, but where do you think? You know, he did it. He did on both of those. Which one did you like? I guess. I like the cult leader. I'm tongue tied. You like the cult leader. The cult leader, yeah. eater of the worlds. He's got yeah. the whole world's in, world in his hands. I, I did like how the fans started singing that as well. Yes. Did you see Jer what Jericho did at his Palsy concert? Yes. That was amazing as well. Jericho paying tribute to. Mm-hmm. Guys, I like them both, like in different ways. Mm -hmm. Like the cult leader, like eater of worlds, Bray Wyatt was always like really entertaining and then once he was like the fiend and the firefly funhouse you're always like curious of what he was going to do the next week or right. what was going to happen so he he had you like the moment he was on TV mm -hmm. it seemed to me like when he when he became the fiend and the split personalities and all that he really dove into the theatrical presentation <clears throat> of the entertainment side of pro wrestling you know, what is he going to do? Where's his mindset? You know, the Firefly Flanhouse with the puppets and then the Fiend and then the split thing. And, and that really just took to the level. Now we're seeing theatrical matches as terminology being used in the industry today because of his start with all of that. Look at the way AJ and Undertaker, right? Uh, that yeah. was a theatrical match. Uh, Bray and Cena, right? Yeah, and and all of that deal. stuff. So. He really put something into pro wrestling that I don't think it really had ever been seen before. No, he was like a creative genius that everybody's been saying. He was like one of the most creative people to ever be in wrestling. So I met him like a couple times. 
and there'd be like you'd see people from the roster be like hey and leave and like gone and like he would sit there and like talk to people right right and i was like dude i love like everything you're doing with the fiend and all that kind of stuff he's like man you've only seen the tip of the iceberg can only he goes, imagine. if I can get the other, like, 80% of the stuff approved that I want to do, you guys are going to be mind-blown. Uh, I always wondered, like, I wonder if he had, like, everything written down. Or, I, was, I was just thinking that. Like, I wonder if there's, like, a last way to get into his mind of what he had planned just to see what we were going to miss. I wonder. We're going to miss him. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if it's going to make Bo work even harder and hopefully he knows some of the ideas that Bray might have you know that Bray had that he hadn't oh, I'm used, sure he does. that he hadn't used yet yeah. but hopefully he'll get back on TV and we can see some of that yeah. where he can carry it forward definitely he, he's left a, a certain legacy that can only be defined as, as time continues, but certainly his legacy of what he's brought with that creative mind to pro wrestling not only changed WWE in a lot of ways, but I think will have impacts <laughs> on Impact and AEW and all the other promotions out there as to the way they look at how to present matches. Yeah. And, and that's, I think, part of what his legacy should be uh, as an innovator uh, you, and expanding the way that matches are done. You know, you, you asked, I... Never, and, and, and I'm okay saying this, I never watched, I never really watched a lot of Bray's matches and things. The one thing that stuck out for me was the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. That I enjoyed, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the creativity yeah. that he had there. But as far as his matches and things like that, I really never watched yeah. them. And you think about how we started as, uh, you know, Husky Harris, part of the NXT Invasion crew, and and really to see him from that point yep. to what he did in his final days as a performer, you can't really even compare. It's like two no. different people, two different eras, you know, you for, know for an individual. You, you asked a question earlier mm-hmm. about Terry and Bray. Yeah. I think it has to do, it's a generational thing. Sure. Where... Yeah. Terry in his time, mm-hmm. phenomenal, mm-hmm. phenomenal. Bray in his time, uh, phenomenal. Yep. I, I personally, I, the the only one I could see right at this point in time that could compare to Bray creativity-wise mm-hmm. was Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's you know maybe MJF is starting to come along. Sure. But I think it was Jericho and it was Bray. Well, and, but, and you look at the lineage as a third generation wrestler in Bray Wyatt. He had such an advantage of having all those minds around him right. you know, to, to get those creative juices going. Uh, and that's a big advantage for, for, for anybody in this industry to today to draw off of those before in that capacity. Did Vince give, you know, I guess here's the question. Did Vince give him the okay? Did Triple H give him the okay? Or did Stephanie give him the okay? And I say during the era, it was Stephanie that was giving him While the Vince okay. While Vince was away? Yep. You talking about? Was giving him the okay 
to be creative. Well, I think that, I think both Stephanie and Hunter yeah. were, were in agreement with that. You know, uh, but it, when he was first let go, it was reported. And again, we know our feelings on the dirt sheets. When he was let go, part of it was because of created differences with Vince. Yes. Yeah. So that that should pretty much answer a lot of the curiosity of what you just were, were alluding to. Who gave him the green light? Well, obviously it wasn't Vince if that was one of the reasons why he was let go in the first place. That would be Is that called was, anal retentiveness? No, it's called micromanagement ah, okay, on, okay. on Vince's part. Okay. You know, uh, not I, the experts. I, 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 you know, I was just, uh, no, just throwing that out there, no, you know, I, absolutely. trying to get us on a little upper level. <laughs> it's, no, I, uh, I, 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 talk is also, and guys, give me your thoughts on this, and, and I know we're going to go to a break in a couple of minutes. Um, Rumors started, I shouldn't say rumors, conversation has started that Bray Wyatt should be inducted into the Hall of Fame next year at WrestleMania 40. Thoughts no doubt that? about it. Yeah, totally. No right. doubt Him about it. Him and Terry Funk. Terry, 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 Terry is in the Hall of Fame. Oh, oh, yeah. See no. what happens, he cuts here early and he forgets stuff he has to talk That's about. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can get him up to speed. Oh, okay, that. please. You know, the old, the old school stuff I don't have a problem with. <laughs> You know, Alzheimer's is moving off on him. Yes, yeah. right. Definitely Bray Wyatt should be in the Hall of Fame next Hall year. Hall of Famer next year? Definitely, no doubt. Okay. So, uh, I, I agree. I mean, be the headliner. Here, here would be an interesting thought. What if it was Bray, Braun, and... The whole family? The other gentleman. Eric Rowan? Mr. Rowan. Thank I, you. I think it's too early for Strowman. I mean, I, I unless I go, in, go in. unless I go in as the Wyatt family, as the yeah. I'm okay with that. That's what I think. I, I'm I don't okay think with the that. other two are honestly even Hall of Fame worthy. But that, I, that's kind okay. of what. But I, I respect that. Even as a even as a faction to go in as the Wyatt family, with the ultimate honor, of course, being for Bray, but being the leader of the Wyatt family and. And Bray, the family goes in? Bray should just go in by himself. Okay. I think Bray should go in by himself, okay. yeah. Now, who should put him in? If Luke Ooh. Harper was still alive... His brother. Yeah. It would have to be his dad and brother. It yeah. would have to be. Well, yeah. they could accept on him. Probably give to Rowan. Rowan O'Brien induct him, and then... Oh, they, to do the induction speech, yeah. and then they accept on his behalf? Yeah, Mike and Bo... That's a possibility. <laughs> That's a possibility. One last, one last question I have to ask you guys, and we're going to go to break. And, and I'm going to kind of. Then we'll do the predictions. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, but you have to head off. So we'll no, try to get those in. We'll do the predictions after. <laughs> I'm get, we're getting editorial comments from Mr. Scott Hosey as he's walking. <laughs> but you know what, Scott? Rigid or regular? Scott, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me, to be honest with you. <laughs> do you know who's sponsoring it? Hey, do you, do you know who's sponsoring it? Who's sponsoring him? No, the, the, what he's watching. Do you know who's sponsoring that for him? Uh-oh. Huh? <laughs> you know exactly where I was going. Anyway, before... You know where I was going. <laughs> before the train derails here, let's get back on track here. So here, here's my... Here's my... Uh-huh. So... so here's I don't my, like this game no more. <laughs> so, so here's my question. Yes, sir. The day Michael Jackson died, do you remember who passed away earlier that day? No. Fair Fawcett. Correct. And my comparison is... Ding, ding, ding. My, my comparison is, is when, when Mike... When Mike... When, yeah, when Jackson passed away, it seemed like Farrah got pushed to the back page. Yes. Oh, yeah. She got an hour or two of fame. Yes. You know, she passed and all yeah. that. And all of a sudden, Michael Jackson goes, and she became a footnote yeah. to that. Yes. Yeah. When I watched what I was able to watch of SmackDown last night... Right. 
Granted, Bray Wyatt is today's performer. Yes. And, a, and the audience primarily in general is today. Yes. Yeah. I got the sense because Funk passed away two days prior, right? It was about day two prior. days? The day, day prior. I felt watching it last night, especially with all the Twitter comments they were sharing between breaks, that Terry almost got, the passing of Terry kind of got pushed down a notch for all that they did with Bray. Well, did, well, am I the only one that saw let that? Me ask, saw let it. me ask a question yeah. now. If you're an 18-year-old person, mm -hmm. most most of them follow um, today's wrestling. Right. Not a lot of people at a young age mm -hmm. would know, know who. who Terry Funk is. Right, I agree. That's, that's yeah. That's where, that's where I was gonna go. That and also Bray Wyatt's like the first active performer to die since like Chris Benoit. Yeah, Scott Scott just go. brought it up that they really know him as Chainsaw Charlie. Yes, for uh, yes for Terry Funk. Yeah, and that was for a short time. And he had those crazy ass matches with Mick Foley and the garbage dumpster and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point though about Chris Benoit. Same way. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I all mean, right. I mean, if if you look at it. And, and I'll say it this way. You got Dusty, mm -hmm. Rick, Harley, Nick Bockwinkle, mm -hmm. Terry Funk. Mm -hmm. All right. That's the way it goes. Yep. So the word legend is used a lot, but Terry Funk is a legend that will live on forever. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we are going to uh, hold off on the break. We're going to hold off on the break at this right. point. We're going to go into our predictions Let's for All this. In because the man to my right uh, has to uh, part off to do some other things here at the show. So we'll quickly get these predictions in, and then Chief will be on his way for, for a little bit. All right, so let's get to it. All In's tomorrow night. Uh, what time are they showing that locally? Does anybody know? I think they're 9 in the morning. 9 a.m. Yeah, the, the yeah. kickoff okay. starts at 9. All right. Pay-per-view starts at 10. All right, so our first match, let's talk about it. The Stadium Stampede. BCC, Santana, Ortiz, Best Friends, Orange Cassidy, Eddie Kingston, and Penta L Zero Miedo. Miedo? 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 Miedo. Is that like a fatal four-way? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Is that what they're trying to say? Miedo. Gotcha. So, thoughts, gentlemen? Who are we picking? BCC. No way they're losing. Okay. Guys? BCC. Okay, BCC. BCC. Times four. All right. The Golden Elite takes on Takashita and the Bullet Club Gold. <laughs> Takashita and Bullet Club Gold. Okay. They got to build these guys up. Ooh. Golden Elite. Nah, I go with. <laughs> you can change it. My pen didn't change. hit the paper. I'm going to go with Bullet Club Gold, too. Okay. Chief? Three. Bullet Club Gold. Four. I, I, I don't know if we'll have time Guns to. Get, I don't know if we're going to get into this before. You have to depart, but I want to get your thoughts on what surprises we may see tomorrow from AEW. But let's hold on. A coffin match. Darby Allen and Sting takes on Swerve Strickland and Christian Cage. Darby and Sting. Sting's not going over to London to lose. No way, no how. Okay. Darby and Sting. Sting's the, Tony Khan's such a mark that he's not going to let Sting win, lose in the biggest... <laughs> biggest, yeah, biggest show ever. Biggest yeah. show they have. I agree. Three in a row for four. Chris Jericho, the aforementioned GOAT we were talking about earlier, versus Will Ospreay. Osprey. New Japan ain't having him lose. 
That is going to be the match of the night that everyone's going to talk about, and Will Ospreay is going to win. I agree. Ospreay. You said Osprey yes. also? Yeah. Osprey. On this one? On this one you going on the GOAT? I'm going to go with Jericho just to change it up. Okay. <laughs> That's all. No other reason. AEW Trios Championship, House of Black versus the Acclaimed and the Badass Billy Gunn. And new. The Acclaimed and Badass Billy Gunn. Ooh. The way this story's going, there's no other way. Unless Tony Khan decides to be a dumbass. <laughs> Matt? I hate agreeing with Tommy. <laughs> oh my gosh. So much. Oh my gosh. All right. Chief? <laughs> if it was scissor me, I would say it would be uh, the House of Black. But being that the badass is coming back, I got to go with the acclaimed and badass Billy Gunn. Okay. Just for shits and giggles, gonna I'm going to keep, I'm going to say the House of Black retains. <laughs> the real. I mean, they, I mean, they could do it. Yeah. Turn on Billy could fly into the turn that we're all expecting, but yeah. I don't see it. The real world championship: Punk, Samoa Joe. Punk. <laughs> CM Punk with this whole damn thing doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. <laughs> How is one person gonna run around and say they're the real world champion, Rick, and the AEW man. champion hasn't mentioned one word of this in like a month? Hey, Rick Flair did it in '91, and Hogan never announced, never gave him any, give him a time of day early, except that one time on the funeral parlor when Undertaker attacked him. Who you take? How does MJF have time to go to Outback Steakhouse with Adam Cole? <laughs> who who can be like, why is this fool running around with my belt? Who you taking? MJF. Or, or no, Punk MJF. or Samoa. <laughs> <Samoa laughs> one. CM That's Punk. two on him. Please <laughs> keep track, please. <laughs> I'm doing my chief impression today. <laughs> you doing who? CM Punk. I'm taking Samoa Joe. And then Punk regains it a week later? I'm taking Samoa Joe. I'm with you, Chief. I hate Punk. But that wasn't a question, but okay. AEW Tag Team Championships. FTR versus the Young Bucks. I think FTR retains. I'll jump on that one first. Yeah, I, I'm going FTR. I agree. FTR. Okay, so I'm going to put a four that we all agree on that one. AEW Women's Championship. Fatal four-way. Soraya, Tony Storm, Britt Baker versus Hikira Shida. Hikaru. That's what I said. It's my New Jersey accent. Let me the fuck alone. Hikaru Shida. Retains, right? She's the current champ, isn't she? Yes. Correct. Okay, Chief gets her. Soraya, new, we're going to get a new champ. Oh, Soraya. Biggest, biggest show of the year in her hometown? On the home, home country? Come on Interesting. now. Matt? You go, you, you're going to take the belt from Shida after a month? Give me yeah. a Big show. Nobody Give, wanted Sheeta to be champion to begin with. Yeah, that was like, they just came, I, out, they came out of who nowhere. Do you, who do you like? Soraya. Soraya. Tony Khan's the biggest for, mark writing on the planet. You, you, He's you, not going to let her not you, win in you her talk, hometown. You talk about Mark. You guys are marks to Soraya. Oh, it's in her hometown. The way Jesus Tony Khan books, God. he doesn't have people losing their hometown. He's not been through, He's the opposite of Mr. You're Penn. supposed to think for yourself. You know what? I'm taking Britt Baker because she's a Penn go. Stater. That's what I'm she's talking. a Penn Stater like I am. Britt Baker's going to win. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I want her to win, but I don't think she's going to win. Yeah, I, I want gonna her to win, too, but yeah. Here, I think this is the I, I agree. Yeah. I, I, would, I would love to see Britt Baker win. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I mean that. But I think... She's I the think, best woman they got. I think Fight she, me about I it. I think she just going to... Uh, <laughs> I think she just going to retain. Hey, did you see... 
did you see this morning? There's talk that, uh, um, what's her name, that's got the private page that I've never seen. Uh, it's going to AEW. Mandy Rose? Yeah. Yeah, did you see that? I did this not morning? see that. Yeah, there's talk. That came up today. There's talk about it. Her and Edge will go on the dirt sheets. I mean, you know, but who? I don't believe dirt sheets. The biggest match, I think, the hardest one to call is this next one. Of well, course, that's we the, do the main event. We what? Should do, excuse me. Hey. We we should do the tag team title match at the Open that would lead to this match. Oh yeah, duh. I say Aussie Open is going to retain. And then who does the turn? Adam. Adam turned and I think they win the tag team titles. Do you? I'm like I'm torn. I can't. I don't know if they. This, I agree with Matt. I think they. Are they doing that on like the pre-show? Is yeah, it's the yeah. first match of the pre-show. Yeah, gotcha. I think they win the tag titles. I'm, so at the end, when they turn on each other, they're, they're still forced. forced to team together because they're the freaking tag team champions. And I, I think Adam Cole's going to win the match between him and MJF. Okay, MJF and Adam Cole. I got a vote here for, yeah, for Adam Cole. Let's say yeah. Adam Cole with help of the kingdom. Gee, mm -hmm. uh, Matt? Mm -hmm. I should have won first and fucking took my idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think Roderick Strong and the kingdom help Adam Cole and turn on MJF, and Adam Cole walks out AEW champion and one half of the ROH tag team champion. And what they, a, they go, baby. And they go whoop up on MJF. And what a great story it would be. Britt Baker wins and Adam Cole wins. Both oh, the, that the would titles. be a great story, yeah. That, 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 there you go. There's another theory. With that, we're going to step aside for our next break. We appreciate you hanging in with us today. Thoughts Count Anywhere coming to you from Samstown. Don't go anywhere. More to come. We'll be right back. This is D'Lo Brown. If you want to be part of one of the greatest podcasts on the world, Thoughts Count Anywhere every Saturday, 9 to 11 Pacific. Now recognize that. Hey everybody, Aaron Phillips, and I'm standing with Anthony Miller. Hey, I have a quick question for you. What's the name of your favorite wrestling show? Thought Counts Ninjas. What a convenience. Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific. If this guy watches it, better watch it also on Facebook. This is your warlord of weird symbology, and you are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere right here on Facebook, Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Specific coast time. Stay tuned. Do I look like I'm clowning around? <laughs> Buddy, I'm Aaron Phillips, and I am with the legend. And Sabu, you were telling me earlier about a special wrestling show that you really like, and that is what? Thoughts count anywhere, and that's a coincidence. The same show that runs Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on Facebook. You better listen to the man to watch. Aloha, this is April Hom, the Royal Hawaiian from Globe, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. All right, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Uh, Mr. Historian now joined us mid-seat here. Uh, literally during the break, uh, Matt got a notification on his phone. So, Matt, uh, I'm going to have you share it if you don't mind. Yeah, I guess they say deaths come in three, so we're all kind of wondering who the third person might be. And it was announced a couple minutes ago that the famed host of The Price is Right, Bob Barker, died at 99. And this is literally where you just got the announcement like a couple of yeah, minutes like, ago. literally it was announced like two minutes ago on TNT. Jeez. So, yeah, like you said, for those who... Uh, 
think things happen in threes? There you have it. Um, all right, we're going to... Uh, we're gonna Does that mean everybody else is safe? For now. Yeah, I guess. Uh, we'll see if the, who the... We'll see who the next one, two is. Then we start worrying. All right, um, we're going to... Matt has, has graciously uh, stepped aside from doing a, a, a story story time because we've been spending so much time talking about the passings and, and the uh, uh, selection. So let's go into, though, I Hear Voices. There are a ton of rumors that Edge is heading to AEW. Is this something you want to see, or should he call it a career with AEW? I think he should call it a career. After that great send-off against Sheamus last week, you can't top that in his hometown nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Come on, dude, hang it up. You've done everything you can. There's nothing left to prove. Don't risk injury. I kind of want to agree, but I kind of want him to go to AEW, honestly. To be with Just Christian? To- I don't think he can properly retire without doing something with Christian. Plus, it's probably like in the back of like everyone's head of like, what can I do with Kenny Omega? What can I do with these people? It's kind of like AEW, WWE, and like the like the Seth Rollins and all that kind of stuff. Right. Like everyone wants those dream matches, and he's like, maybe I can get a dream match in or two before I call it a career. Mm-hmm. If Tony throws enough money at him. Well, Tony will if he wanted to. Well, he currently, or allegedly, has a contract extension sitting in his email from WWE that he, according to his social media posts and stuff, that he really hasn't looked at it yet yeah. as he wants to continue talking with Beth and, and the rest of the family. So uh, I, for one, I'm a loyalist. Like, there are just people that you see for so long. Like Derek Jeter was with yeah. the Yankees. You have these players that just played – with one organization and i think seeing an edge show up in in another organization counterfeit i mean look what look what happened to um michael jordan you know he was a bull and then he took those couple of years off for whatever the reason to play baseball then came back for one or two years and it was never the same you know it just didn't look right no, you know? you, Willie no, Mays no, no. going he from came, the Giants to the Mets back in the day. I mean, come on. No, when he came back from baseball, he was on top of his game. Yeah, it but... It was after 98 when, he, when they broke up the Bulls. Then but, he took those few years off, came back to the Wizards. That's when he fell off. Look, you and I all know why he played baseball for a couple of years. Because yeah. we know he liked to play poker. We know yeah. he liked all of that stuff. <clears throat> Be that as it may, that's an opinion expressed purely by me anyway if edge can come back as sexton hardcastle i support this message <laughs> <laughs> that i can't uh, what name would you go by can't go as edge corner that's what i was thinking too corner copeland <laughs> uh rumor is that talent is growing nervous in wwe over multiple releases potentially coming down the pike as the merger will be finalized soon with ufc is it the talent that's worried or i read that it was the office workers that are worried about because a lot of the jobs are duplicates, so Endeavor will just get rid of the duplicates and keep their staff. It is a lot of the like office people that are worried, but if WWE has to cut so much money off of their budget, it's coming off the talent. You could either cut like a hundred like office employees or like four wrestlers. If you think about who's sitting in catering who you haven't seen on TV in forever, yeah, or NXT, right? Um, there oh, is a big, plethora oh. of potential names there. Oh, big word there. Well, that's the that's the key word of the day. Um, I listen. Any anytime there's rumors of layoffs or mergers, you always have to be concerned for every position that's out there. Yeah. Um, 
Time will tell, right? When is, when is the deal supposed to be finalized? By the end of the year? September, September October. October. Okay, so coming up in the next couple of months. So, so. Like, I can see Aaliyah getting cut because she hasn't been on TV in over a year. Who? Aaliyah. Okay. Exactly who. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and she was injured, and that's... And came back right. and hasn't been back since. Right. Yeah. And probably, like, a few NXT talents. Maybe Natalie will get Natalia make a cut. I don't think Nat I don't think they're going to let Natty go, because she's too good with the other female performers and helping them in the ring and and really hone their craft. I don't I don't yeah. see that happening. But listen, it's all speculation. We don't know. I'm sure at some point rumors. If it is going to happen, we'll start seeing some names and stuff floating around uh, in sure. the next couple of weeks or months. So, all right. Uh, WD announces John Cena's return next week and will compete in the show in India. Who will he be facing? What storyline will they begin concocting? The modern-day Maharaja, Ginger Mahal. That's what I read also. I just made it up. I didn't even read anything. I just made it up. Yeah, well, that was the name that came up that I've read. But. I figured it was going to be like Grayson Waller or something. Yeah, because didn't they against... start doing something on social media, the two of them? Yeah. Well, they started at Money in the Bank. See, to me, Cena and Mahal do nothing for me as Matt. Although I understand why, being in India, you know, you got to put your guys go, up there. Mahal will go over. Yeah, I, I just, um, I don't know. I, I, I would not want to see that. But the funny thing is, this show's not being televised to the whole world. It's so just it's a live event. Yeah, it's, that's true. It's a glorified live yeah. show, yeah. Uh, event show. So, interesting. So they put the other two Indian guys against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I saw that, too. Is that for a title? Better yeah. not be. If it's for those other oh, champions, then... Or the one by DQ, yeah. Those two win the tag team titles, I quit. <laughs> yeah. um, I like this gesture that WWE put out yesterday. They've announced that the net proceeds made from all Bray Wyatt merchandise is going to go straight to his family. When I looked up Bray Wyatt on the WWE.com website, I only saw plaques. I looked under shirts. I looked under... There, yeah, there was like nothing. Nothing. No, okay, so it wasn't just me. No. I thought... So, I'm sure they'll release some stuff. Like, an, um, yeah, but wouldn't he have already had stuff released, you would think? Yeah, but they put that all away in storage or burned it all. Well, even from the time he came, this last time when he came back? I don't back? think he's had that much since he came back. Wow. Okay, so I thought it was just me when I'm like, plaque, 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 plaque. I'm like, what? I want a shirt. They can, they can release like in memoriam shirts. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, it'll be out like within the next Split face so. of, of the cult leader and the fiend kind of combined shirt. I agree. Cool. The cult leader, the fiend, and this last portrayed. Yeah, that's true. That wasn't the fiend. That's very true. So I think it's a good thing. Uh, but the question is his family. He's JoJo's his second wife, right? Yeah. He's got four kids in total. What's his family? Is it the, going into a fund for all of the kids? Probably JoJo and you know, So, uh, you know, how do you pick? Uh, you know, why, how would WWE say, okay, we're going to put it over here to JoJo and this current family. The heck with you guys over here. I mean, that's kind of a tough position, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, but I might split it up. They'll figure it. it out somehow, I'm sure. Accounting will figure it out. That's accounting's problem. <laughs> All right. Core Jade posts a picture after recent disappearances to show that she got... Enhancements. Enchantments? Enhancements. <laughs> enhancements. Oh, yeah. Enchantments, yeah. Yeah, well, now that she's got enhancements, maybe it's enchanting. I don't know. It could be. I mean, yes. a lot of people love enchanted by it. Yeah. Why not? It worked for uh, Charlotte Flair, right? And she, she ended up with a... Oh, she's got a lot of work done. So, Pat McAfee, who I think a lot of people really miss, and I think has been part of the reason that the hosts and, and uh, of the shows have been sort of been shuffled around lately, it seems like a lot. 
But McAfee says timing issues is what is currently stopping him from returning to WWE. Of course, now he's part of College Game Day on Saturdays with ESPN. We all know he signed that big contract with ESPN. His ba- he just, so, his just had a baby. Yeah. His TV, his YouTube show is moving to ESPN here yep. in a couple of weeks. So yeah, it makes sense. He has no time to go to WWE right now, and he probably doesn't want to leave the, the his wife and baby. Right. Do you want to see McAfee back? As an announcer. As an announcer, yeah. He was, yes, he was great. Definitely. But now where, where would you put him where'd you put him now? You got three over put on him, SmackDown. Put him on Raw, make it a Got two on Raw. On Raw? Yeah. I mean I guess. It would make sense that you would balance it out that way, right? Yeah. yeah. It makes well, but it makes too much sense. Was it just me or did you guys notice last night that Cole was more the lead announcer than Kevin Patrick? Yes. Has been. Yes. Last night, I think because of the type of show that it was, uh, I I think that uh, because he opened up the show with the announcements and stuff. So uh, I think maybe for last night, that was the case. Um, Once the merger is finalized between WWE and UFC, Triple H will no longer be part of the board of directors. That part's crazy. It's like, guys, the head of creative and everything, and you don't have them on the board. So, how many people do we know? How many people will consist of this board of directors for this new entity? Do we know? I think like five or six they put out. So, Dan- <laughs> shut up. Yeah, I think Dana. I don't think Dana White's on part, part of the board of directors. So, either. my question is this: So, if Dana's part of the board. Oh, he is. Who will be on the board representing the wrestling side of new organization? Besides, Vin- I guess Vince is going to be on the board, right? Just, yeah. I think just Vince. Nick Khan is. So if it's, if, it's an, if it's an odd number board, which most of them have to be, usually yeah. the presidents of boards don't vote on stuff. However, yeah, unless there's a tie, right? And when you have, if it is a five-person board, you only have four people voting. Yeah. Two wrestling, two non-wrestling people. I see a lot of stalemates that have to I be broken. I want to say it was nine or eleven. I, I don't like remember. A decent amount of yeah. names on that thing. Yeah, I would think with all the talent that's on both sides, you'd almost need a big board. You know, so it would be interesting. Um, what do you think his, his feelings would be? Do you think he is, you know, he would be upset if he's not on the board? He maybe he thinks it's a relief, but his heart issues, thinking okay, less stress. I don't have to worry about the bureaucracy being on board. Bureaucracy, but that's what I he's doing just, now, right? I can I mean, just focus on the creative. show content. Yeah, yeah. could be. I'll let, they, my, I'll let my father-in-law do everything. And maybe they just want him to focus on creative, and there's too many talking heads already, and they were just like worry about. What you have to worry about and put on the best show possible. Okay. Stuff like that. But I was listening to Kevin Nash's podcast, and they were asking him about it. And he was like, well, if they're paying him the same amount of money to do one job instead of two, sign me up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> as long as you don't cut the pay if you're not on the board anymore. Hey, I just want to remind everybody, as you're watching this show, we're down here at Samstown. We're down here for the Power Play Sports Collectibles and Toy Show. Uh, today, Saturday. It will run till 5 p.m. today. And tomorrow on Sunday, we'll open up again from 10 to 5. So come on down uh, to check out all the uh, the vendors are here still setting up. I think the doors will officially open in approximately 10 minutes as we're saying this. But, of course, by the time you see it, the doors will have been open half the day already. So uh, 23 hours. Ago. 23 hours. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, but and then the- 5 to 8, there's a trade show. Trading. What's it called? Trade. Then the Silver State Room, they're doing a, a, a trading something. I can't remember. Oh, 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 oh so right after card this. Card trading, something like that. Oh, yeah. guys, so there's actually a card trading show after this from 5 to 8. Where do you know where? Silver State Room. Next Silver door. State Room, which is ironic because that's the name of the organization that's doing a show in in March now. Yeah. Huh? No longer called Unicorn. I trade my car for a Rolls Royce? Card, duh, duh, duh. Add the D oh. at the end. 
Um, oh, Cody, trade five cards for a Rolls Royce. Yeah. Uh, how about a transact card? How's that for a plug? Cody Rose will be on the Grayson Waller effect at Payback, which is a week from tomorrow, or a week from tonight, rather, right? Yeah, yeah week from today. Big weekend this weekend. Next weekend, we have Payback. And, all and out. that's Labor Day weekend, too. Yeah. And All Out. And All Out. Jeez, yeah. that's payback, right. Payback, All Out, and Labor Day. So do we suspect anything to happen between Cody and uh, Grayson Waller? Crossroads to Waller. During the interview? Yeah. Yeah, he seems to get beaten up a lot in his own interview show. <laughs> Almost as much as the Miz used to, right? Yeah. On his own show. Um, crazy how Cody went from facing Brock Lesnar at the last pay per view to yeah. a talk show segment on the next pay per view. It is. It they're is keeping him away from Roman until WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah they got nothing to do. Time. They have nothing to do with Cody until the Royal Rumble when he wins it again. All right. Before we go to our break at the top of the hour, which we are getting close to, um, I just want to mention. If you are in the area of the Discovery Children's Museum tomorrow from 12 until 3.30, uh, Heroes and Hearts nonprofit organization is having a, check this out, rock, paper, scissors tournament. That's right, folks. When was the last time you heard rock, paper, scissors and the word tournament put into that? Never. Well, it's being used as a fundraiser for Heroes and Hearts for uh, Justin, the uh, founder and CEO, the youngest founder and CEO of a nonprofit, I think, ever to go to uh, South Africa and help build a, a safe zone for book reading for the kids and everything down there. $9 uh, for 12 and under. If you're over 12, it's 19 bucks, but it's gonna be a good time. So after you come here in the morning, save a few dollars and yeah. come down over there at the Discovery Children's Museum. All right. Did anybody ever ask Chief what it felt like that his three first toys got turned into a game? <laughs> no. We have to make that a sidebar interview. Roaming the floor later for sure. That's a great question. Um, all right, with that, you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. Hour number one is in the books. Hour number two will come back right after this. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast, Thoughts Count Anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? Is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much, congratulations, and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, because they do. Uh, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere, coming to you from Sam <laughs> In the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. In the heart, that's right, what he said. I give you the phone number, but it really doesn't matter doesn't because matter we can't take calls right now. Five five one two one. That's right. That's right. All right. That's right. Yeah. Right. All right. We'll give out John's number. You can take him. God Almighty. Uh, Santana and Ortiz return on Dynamite and are put in the state, which we talked about earlier. There was talk that these guys were not going to be get back, would have yeah. gotten back together, but apparently something's changed yeah. recently, and they, huh? they reconciled. So. Was I that swear story? to God, for like 30 seconds, I thought Bo Dallas was debuting in <laughs> AEW. Yes, I saw she that ran picture. Down, I swear I thought it was Bo Dallas. I saw that picture. Somebody posted side by side on the internet, and it looks freakishly like Bo Dallas. Holy cow. Glad to see them back. That'll be a nice addition to the tag team ranks. So get back to the stadium to Pete Max really quick. Are they just doing five on five now? Yeah. Or is each team going to have one extra member? I think they're just doing five on five now. I remember they did the injury angle with Phoenix to get him out of the match. Because he can't go. He right. Because of visa issues. 
I remember watching the, the match where Santana hurt his knee. Uh, I was watching that, and that was not a pretty sight to see his knee go no. uh, the way that it did. Tony Khan said in an, in an interview, if something ever happened to him or Tony Khan wasn't at a show, that Brian Danielson would be the man in charge. Makes perfect sense. He's got a great mind for the business. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think that is definitely a great, great decision. Yeah, definitely. That, that, that guy's like... He has a future like Triple H. He should be like somewhere high up in a wrestling mm -hmm. organization. Mm -hmm. Head of creative somewhere. Uh, yeah, it, it, his mind is just too good in the world of pro wrestling not to have, to continue uh, behind the scenes somewhere for somebody. True. Tony Khan was reportedly the man in the Leatherface mask costume. No, it wasn't. I him. missed that. I thought I, I thought they divulged the name of the wrestler. They did after it happened. Devin something or other yeah. or something something. It wasn't Tony Khan. It would have been funny if it was Tony yeah. Khan. that would have been hilarious. Yeah. But the guy was too big unless Tony Khan was running a whole bunch of wearing like eight inch lifts. But no, it wasn't Tony Khan. Because yeah. that match was stupid anyway. Well, that yeah, I mean they were. That was not well received. I gotta watch Jared's podcast on YouTube and see what he says. <laughs> he did a whole podcast on his whole podcast. He did a whole episode on that match. Oh, jeez. Jared. Uh, I want to see freaking Jim Cornette's reaction to that match. That's gonna oh, be it hilarious. Was, oh, it was horrible. Jim Ross announces, and this is great news to share, that there is no cancer in his latest MRI. That's, that's great. That's, that's great to hear that. He's he's I'm on the mend. He's cancer free, but honestly, it it I love Jr. to death, but it's time for him to retire. He just doesn't have it anymore, and it, it, it's sad listening to him. People were saying that for a while. Um, again, though, he is a great ambassador for pro wrestling. He is. He's good. I don't think he could. I I don't know if you could ever ask him to step aside permanently from anything, but. Uh, maybe special reports or, or something that's... Something like that. I just don't... He just doesn't bring anything to the table. Yeah. Send all hate mail to Thomas at Knox County. <laughs> hey, I will, accept, I will accept the hate mail. It, uh, it's my opinion. I, I just don't think... Right. I don't think he brings anything to the table no more. The opinions expressed that uh, thoughts come anywhere in Samstown and uh, UWW and everybody else. Anthony Agogo <laughs> signs a new deal with AEW. Why? Yeah, I don't even know. Remember, remember Was it the there, isn't there a fast food Chinese restaurant called Chinese A Go Go? Is China that his? Yeah, it might be his. Because back, he's back. Yes, sir. How are you? Yeah, I know. Buff it up, will you please? Thank you very much. Yes, got to take the shine <laughs> off. That's right. I don't even know who Anthony Agogo is, to be honest. I don't think I don't I've ever seen him wrestle. Honestly. It's been a he's while on TV. Guy that lost to Cody Rhodes very quickly. What's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeff Hardy was not allowed to make the London trip. Not surprisingly, with no, all of his no, he can't. He can't the country. Yeah, because they, they. He's another one that needs to retire. He he is so slow. He I'm is afraid. he slower than Matt Hardy is in the ring? Way slower. Because Matt Hardy seems to plod more uh, now. Yeah, Jeff is way slower. Oh, because both of these guys. I'm, a, I'm more afraid for Jeff wrestling than I am for Matt. Because Jeff still wants to do all the stupid height, do all the right. spots. He still wants to do the whisper in the wind. Right. He still wants to do the... The spots that he's known yeah. for. Yeah. It's like, dude, you can't do it no more. Speaking of, like, people coming in with, like, legal issues, I was, like, it wasn't surprising that, like, Jeff Hardy wasn't allowed in, but I'm surprised they let the guy from FTR in with, like, pending gun charges. Because he hasn't been convicted of a crime, that's why. He hasn't and yet, he has, And he hasn't, and they didn't make him give up his passport. True. So he's allowed to travel. It is skept ske sketchy. 
I was going to say skeptical. I don't think he's going to be charged with anything at the end of the day, but... Unless they have footage from a traffic cam to see yeah. who said, she said, what they said. They're not going to do it. You can't really go on any hard evidence. The, the, show, the show is opened. Yes, the show is open now down here at Samstown. So, um, of course, by the time people see this, it would have been open about five hours anyway. Twelve hours. Yeah. Well, no, it's going to be up later today. So it'll be still today. <laughs> no. John, <laughs> do you hear what Mr. Storm is saying about you? <laughs> oh, God. He says that the show will be up in 12 hours. This guy. I see. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This last bullet point about AEW, I missed this one. Tony Khan says that he's gotten billion-dollar offers to buy AEW. For AEW to succeed, should he sell or keep the company the way it is for now? Who Was it ever reported who made these offers? No, he just said he's gotten multiple like offers to buy the company. Wow, wow. Should he or shouldn't he, if they're true? No, don't sell it. Just, just put Brian Danielson as head of creative. You step back. Let Brian run the, run the wrestling side of the company. You do the, do the money side, business side, and the way we go. He ain't going to ever do that. I know, but that's just what he should do. I mean, we all agree, and everybody knows it's not a, a surprise that he's a quote-unquote mark for the wrestling business. As a mark, and you've got every toy in the cupboard that you can ever want to play with as an owner of a wrestling promotion. Almost uh, everything, yeah. Why would you ever want to sell? True. You know? Granted, he, uh, based on what but, we see, but, but puts work again, in behind the scenes. Who and, would have ever thought the Vince McMahon would sell? I think, though, that's been talked for years, though. That, that, that seemed inevitable as he got closer to 70 years old. The product was failing, right? Yeah. The only way Vince was going to quote unquote cash out because he had all those stocks in the company would be to sell, to get a, a liquid buyout. Yeah. Um, the way that it's ending with somebody else running the wrestling side where we all hoped and believed it would be Stephanie and Triple H or something like that to sell to a third party where now those guys, maybe they will just be focused on the things that they can do best, which is creative. And uh, and Stephanie's made it clear she'll never come back to WWE until Vince is out of the picture totally. She like, said that not too long ago. And that's not going to happen until he's dead. You know, so, yeah, they'll have to pry his cold fingers uh, from the door of his office to you get know, him like, out of there. Whatever contract he signed with Endeavor Group or TKO, whatever the new company right? is, they cannot take him out of the board of directors, and he cannot be fired. Well, as they say, good luck with that. Yeah. All right. Um, by the way, as you're watching the show, and of course we are recording this down at Samstown because of some internet kerfuffles, um, feel free to put your comments in the chat room, of course. Let us know some of your favorite Terry Funk memories, Bray Wyatt memories. Mm -hmm. What just give us your thoughts on all of this you're as you're watching in, the show? Your all-in predictions. Anything you, because when the show does go up and it is available, I will be monitoring the chat room in what we call a look live, to where I can see what is going on. So by all means, please feel free to do that. And, all right. And Ronald, do not write down the predictions on pen and paper. No one can read the chicken scratch. It's <laughs> first in mind. You're someone to talk about. I all I care about is the numbers. All I want to see is like seven and one. You or can't seven. even write that. Oh, please. All right. We're going to step aside a little early because we can, uh, as, as now people are starting to really fill up the joint here. You're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. We'll be back right after this. Hey, Thoughts Count Anywhere. Y'all watching it. These are my new tag team partners, Steve Bo, a.k.a. Zeus. 
from the hit movie Friday and from No Holds Barred. Hello, this is Martin Casals, AKA Marty the Moth, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere Podcasts. Enjoy. <laughs> What's up, man? It's your boy, Seth Fatu. I'm here with my man, Big Chief. I need you to check out the podcast, Thoughts Count Anywhere. This is Impact Wrestling's Dash and Chris Bay, the ultimate finesser, former finesse division champion, and you're listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. Hi, I'm Sean Tavari. Listen to Thoughts Count Anywhere for all your wrestling news. One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere, all your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! This is the essential character, EC3, on behalf of my dear friends at Thoughts Count Anywhere. The podcast for your mind when you need deep thinking about all things sports and entertainment. Hey, what's going on? This is Axe. And I'm smashing the demolition. Hey, we want to invite you to watch every Saturday morning. Thoughts count anywhere. Hey guys, it's Tessa Blanchard and Ozzy, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. All right, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. He just can't get enough of us, Mr. Scott Hosey joint. Look at that Batman backpack. I may have to steal that. I didn't tell that to anybody, though. No. You anyway, didn't welcome back. Nobody you heard it. School teachers pay, right? <laughs> yeah. How much you give me? Yeah, right. Scott Hosey's back with us um, as he's going to take a break from making sure everybody's set up. We're going to talk about what we got going on here. And you got something going on in March, which we'll talk about in a moment. So let's talk about how something like this comes together. What, what was the idea about doing a card and collectible show? Well, I've been doing sports card collectible shows now for over 35 years. Um, we started uh, years ago at the Gold Coast. My first show was Mark McGuire, Corey Snyder, and Gary Green, who were wow. the Olympic baseball players yeah. at the time for yeah. the first Olympic U.S. baseball team. Absolutely. Uh, how baseball is not an Olympic sport, but uh, breakdancing is, I'll never understand. <laughs> breakdancing. Um, it is. Look it up. Well, at least Booker T has a shot. Five yeah, exactly. time, five time, five time. Looks but what like we're doing good. is, uh, you know, we've been trying our best to... Um, Put the event together. We've got great sponsors. We have My Four Sons. We have Game Day. We got Captain Ticket. We've got uh, Mazda. Everybody here. Uh, we are definitely, uh, you know, having a great event. Um, doors are just opened up. Uh, the vendors are set up. Some are still setting up actually because they brought a ton of stuff. So yeah. if you're looking for stuff, definitely come on down and uh, here at Sam's Town, 10 to 5, both Saturday and Sunday, five dollar admission. Uh, the thing of it is, after 5 o'clock, we're having a trade night for the kids. So if the kids want to do trading amongst us, there is no sales. Don't get me wrong. You bring your stuff down. But trade, you know, and that's what the hobby was built on is right. trading, you know, your your baseball cards, football cards. We're having a trade night right next door in one of the Looks rooms. Looks like Val Mr. Valentine um, Mr. just Valentine walked in. Arrived. Do you want to go greet him? I will go. Actually, my lovely wife is greeting there you him. Go. So we'd Greg like to the see Hammer him. Valentine. We could see if we can have him come Absolutely. on before Absolutely. You know, up. I'll go over there and have yeah, him Yeah, just let him over. settle down yep. and all that other stuff. And so. uh, definitely, you know, he's one of the true legends of the industry. And to have somebody like that here at the show. Absolutely. Along with Simbo. 
Bodhi, uh, we got Ariel, one of the uh, Jawas from Star Wars, yep, right and we got uh, Golden Knights player, um, Logan Thompson, who was, people forget, okay, he, he got hurt, so he wasn't the winning goaltender Aiden Hill. Right. No disrespect to Aiden Hill, but people forget. Logan Thompson started the season. Got us the whole season. He was the all-star goaltender for the West. Right. Yeah. That so is true. I'm going to give up this chair and have one of the true legends wow. of pro wrestling sit down. Come on over. Grab the hammer, <laughs> Absolutely. My goodness. Please, Mr. Val, Aaron Phillips. Hi. Pleasure. Longtime fan. Please have a seat. Thomas, Thomas. Burnett. Matt Mullen here. How you doing, Greg? You're Scott's son. Yeah. Scott's son, yeah. Well, we appreciate you literally uh, walking in right now. We appreciate you taking a few okay. minutes. Um, I, I mean, I'm flabbergasted because I'm, I'm honored to yeah. have Mr. Valentine with us. Spend a few minutes. Am I on TV or radio? Just radio? Facebook. We're, we're, well, we're it's, it's a Facebook stream. So oh, they're yeah. looking at us later. So, okay. uh, of course, if you don't mind, you know, the passing of two legends uh, between Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk. Talk about... Terry, if you can, about your, you know, what legacy of what your experiences are and what a, what a gentleman he was. Well, I didn't know Bray Wyatt at all, um, but Terry Funk, um, she, it goes way back to when I first, when I first broke into business in 19, well, I've been in there, I broke in in 70, but 73, I went to Amarillo, okay, where it was his dad. Dory Funk Sr. and mm -hmm. Dory Funk Jr. and Terry Funk. And I went there with a, a crazy partner by the name of Donnie Fargo. And we were actually, the, I didn't go as Greg Valentine, I was Fargo Brothers. I wanted to get, I didn't want to live off my dad's name until okay. I earned it. So Fargo Brothers, was, we did really, really good. So I knew Terry Funk really, really well. And uh, after I moved to Florida, when he would come, he'd always come to Florida for vacation. I lived right on the beach, and uh, or just off the beach. He would come and see me uh, with his wife, Vicky. Now, she passed away three or four years ago, and okay. that, was, that was a kind, I guess it was, uh, he uh, loved her so much. Mm -hmm. After he was never the same. Sure. I did talk to him, text him several times. And then lately, uh, my wife says, when's the last time you talked to Terry? And so I started texting him, and it wasn't going through. Mm -hmm. But then I heard through the grapevine that he was, like, in some kind of home. Okay. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, like I, I, don't, I really don't know for sure. Sure. I heard that. Okay. Guys, questions? I don't know. What's your, you've obviously performed and wrestled against him and the family. What's your favorite match or what's your favorite experience in the ring with? with? Well, I didn't wrestle him that much. Except when we have a Fargo. I can't really remember much about that. But okay. That's in the early 70s. But... Uh, I was with this guy, Hogan was part of it too, where okay. we were starting up this group called the XWF, Gene Oakland was with us and, and we were filming shows and mm -hmm. we actually did a show in uh, Lubbock, Texas and then there was a, uh, gee, what was the name of it? Um, 
right across the New Mexico border there from Amarillo. Can't remember, but there was three three places that we did, and I wrestled Terry Funk. And I'm trying to be a tough guy, you know, because I've never really wrestled him, so I'm laying in the punches. Right. We beat the shit out of each other. For what? You know, I, it, it was fun, though. Right. You know? Ultimately, right? Yeah. Guys? So, Thomas? So, um, what are your memories of being in that first match with Undertaker at Survivor Series 90? Mm. What's that again? What are your memories of working with The Undertaker in his first match in the, at Survivor Series 90? Any, any memories you got in that match? That was in Hartford, Connecticut. It was the first, it was like four against four yeah. Survivor Series. Yep. It was you, and Honky, DiBiase, and Taker versus... Yeah, I had the black hair. Yeah, you had the Beautiful black hair. Beautiful black hair. <laughs> yeah, boxcar. Boxcar, shut the hell up, don't call me that. <laughs> I will never do that again, sir. Gorilla Monsoon, I love him, but he he called me Boxcar. There was a guy named Boxcar Willie. Yes. The Willie Nelson, he played all the clubs. He played everywhere. Yep. Mainly in Florida, but I remember he would call me that. But um, gee, Terry, I lost my train of thought. No, we were talking about the Undertaker. What was your thoughts okay. on? Well, I. I watched him, now he just came out. And his whole gimmick wasn't really together yet. Right. Yeah, yeah. He jumped from the floor straight up to the apron. I guess that's about four feet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He just literally jumped to it. Mm -hmm. So he did a box jump. He didn't the run and wow. jump, he just jumped. Wow. That's I go, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's what I remember. Yeah, I just remember Piper on commentary when he came out. Piper goes, "Look at the size of those hammers." Right. <laughs> yeah. So he was. He was. Plus, he was really, really tall too. So he was like what six, seven, or something. Yeah. Right? So something like that? for him, that wasn't. I. I couldn't imagine tr me trying to do that. <laughs> I, got, I got big legs. <laughs> uh, Matt has a question for you. How's it feel like after everything you've done in the wrestling business that in 2023 they're still coming out with wrestling figures of you? Like you're in the new legend set. Like how's it feel to be like you're still recognized as like a huge legend in the wrestling business? Well, it feels good. And, and I do a lot of these. Uh, I go, st I still fly all over the country and do a lot yeah. of appearances to keep me relative. And. Uh, this guy out of Houston called Telematch or something. He's always put me on YouTube. In fact, this weekend I got Monday, Tuesday is the uh, Cauliflower Alley thing, yeah. right? I won't be going there, but but uh, I mean I could if I wanted to. I don't, I, I don't want to go there. But uh, He's going to be in town, and we're going to film a bunch of more YouTubes, and that's really helping keeping me relative. Because nice. a lot of people get YouTube. I I hooked it up in my house. I'm getting it on my big screen. <laughs> right. Like my wife doesn't even watch regular TV anymore. You don't need it. I mean, I watch baseball. And, and sure. She hates that, but. <laughs> Back in you know, social media now is a whole new animal than 
you know, when you were, you know, your heyday and back in those days, social media was not anything even in anybody's vocabulary. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Anything else? We, no. Mr. Valentine probably needs to go yeah. set up. I think 11 o'clock people will start coming in to. Oh, it's 11? Okay. I, I, no, no. I could be wrong. Is it? It's well, only 10.20. No, it's 10.20 now, but I think they're coming in for you at 11, I believe. Well, they're all in here now, right? so. So I want to make sure you have time to go settle, get set up. Yes, sir. And we thank you I for taking us. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Hey, thank you for coming on. I really you. appreciate it. What kind of an athlete? Are you? you got to be an athlete. Me? Yeah. I used to play football in high school. Yeah. That was it. And then when I went to Penn State, I was too small, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But you got a good, tough look there. Thank you. Thank, thank you, it. sir. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. All right, buddy. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We'll see you throughout the day. Yes, sir. The Hall of Famer, Greg oh, the Hall Absolutely. Don't talk about Bray Wyatt, but that's just Nuts. No, no. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Uh, I, look, what is that? I got I, goosebumps. Me too. I mean, me too. Um, it's, it's such an honor to just spend a few minutes. To meet him yes. and shake his hand is one thing. Yeah. But then to be able to sit down and chat yeah. with him for a few minutes. And, I mean, I spoke with him for a few times at UConn yeah. a couple years ago. But yeah. This is way better. Oh, but definitely. it's, it's, uh, See, that made my day being told to shut the hell up by a Hall of Famer. <laughs> You've made it, right? I made it, yeah. That's when you made it. And, to, and, and for, I fooled him again. He thinks I was an athlete. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah. fooled him again. No. <laughs> uh, but it, thank you. Uh, thank you again to Greg Valentine for spending a few minutes. Um, if when as you're watching this, he is here, I think, both days. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Sir. So make sure you come on down uh, today till five, tomorrow from 10 to five, Sunday. Come down and, and uh, meet Greg Valentine, the hammer. And uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to get him your, your great idea that you had with Chief this morning. We might be able to. Yeah, maybe if Scott intervenes. Scott would Did, intervene, yeah. So when we were getting set up, oh, yeah, the Chief had team. all the autographs, you know, all over the bell and on the wood. Because he wanted to get D'Lo, Sinbody, and Hammer today. But he wanted to get Hammer to sign on the, the hammer. hammer for the up. bell. That was his idea, yeah. which I thought was pretty good. Uh, but we were hoping to use D'Lo as the intermediary. But now we'll just have to see if Scott can help out. But great, great time. I mean, you know, listen. Since here. We, we've all, oh, no, no, no we've all, you know, the three of us sitting here, not to mention Chief, you know, we've all watched wrestling on TV for many, 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 many years. And I literally believe between the four of us, we have well over 100 years of yeah. fandom of pro wrestling. But when you get an opportunity to meet someone in person that you watch as a kid growing up, uh, right? And... Yes, I'm going into markdom right now. I am becoming yeah. a mark. I have, you know, I you admit it. To. You know, you try to be respectful of yeah. a guy like Valentine. You know, you treat him. But to see her as the fan and shake hands with the guy that you watch deliver the hammer many times with the flowing blonde hair, yeah. you know, uh, and, and his name would just invoke fear uh, yep. of his opponent. Uh, and to sit down and just spend a few minutes with him. Uh, really adds to the enjoyment of what we do in talking about pro wrestling as fans. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know? I remember um, in commentary, was either Gorilla or Bobby would say, the more you pound on him, the better he, the more yeah, he liked it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if it was only a 15-minute time limit, that was enough for him. He was just feeling warmed up at the 15-minute mark. That's right. That's all he needed. All right. Um, I, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm just in like awe of yeah. sitting here with Greg Valentine. All right, let's go into some impact news, then we'll take a our final break then we'll go into some pop culture we'll, we'll wrap up the show and i would love to share this piece that ryan shared on social media because i think it, it really go over the, the emergence card to make our predictions on that one really quick who's emerge which one is that emergence tomorrow's pay-per-view oh from... all right we can uh we can do that too so why don't we do that first then let's okay. talk about that card for impact so tomorrow night on impact plus 
We have Emergence from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We have a Knockouts World Title rematch. Trinity versus Deanna Perrazzo. I'll go with Trinity retaining. Yeah, I'd go with that too. Trinity, yeah, all the way. Although I would love to see Deanna win because she's from Jersey, so. I want to see Deanna come back to WWE and yeah, do what no. Chelsea did and yeah, prove it why she should be there. Yeah. Six, eight-man tag team war. We got the Impact World Heavyweight Champion, Alex Shelley, teaming with Kushida, Chris Sabin, and Josh Alexander, taking on the team of Bully Ray, Moose, Brian Myers, and Leo Rush. Whenever I see Josh Alexander's name, I'm going on his side. So Josh Alexander and his team. Matt? I'm going to go with Josh Alexander's team as well. Trifecta again. Back to school, Max. This match is taking place in... No, 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 back to school like you take. No. Back to wrestling school. Ah. This match is taking place at Killer Kowalski's wrestling school. Oh. Eddie Edwards and Frankie Kazarian. Ooh. Since Eddie Edwards won the first one, Kazarian's going to win the rematch. And then they have to have a payoff. So, yeah. All right, yeah. I agree with that. Kazarian, yeah. Definitely agree. <clears throat> World Tag Team title match. Subculture against the Rascals. <laughs> rascals, because I used to watch the Little Rascals. I don't know. Rascals. As much as I like the Rascals, Subculture literally just won the tech belts, so I think they're gonna. Re yeah, I think I th they're gonna retain. Them. Okay. I think we, the Subculture will retain no. <laughs> with help from ABC. Okay. Next one. Where, hold on one second. Where, which one are you looking at? This one. Is that yours? Yeah. He's looking at it, thinking these items up here are for oh, sale. Oh, they're not for sale. Okay. Just the one that I don't have. Oh, oh, nice. That's why they're not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> we just brought these in as part of our set today for, for our show. Yeah. It's sad enough. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, 36, man. You just never know. All right, what's next? Thank you. IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Sonata versus Jake something. What's his last name? Something. Something. Jake something what? What's his last name? <laughs> you didn't fall for it. God dang it. Sonata is not losing. No, yeah. not losing Doesn't matter. You can put in Joe Schmo. You can even put, um, who do we want to put in there? Jake something or other. Johnny Knoxville in there. It ain't going to matter. No DQ match. Dina versus Eric Young, who came back from the dead recently. Eric Young. Eric Young. EY for sure. <laughs> Knockouts tag team title match. We've got the Coven versus the Death Dolls versus Jadel Saw and Savannah Evans against MK Ultra. I'll go with the Coven. And I'll, still. I'll go with whatever Matt said. I'll go Death Dolls. Okay. On the free show, we got Kenny King versus Swinger for the Digital Media Championship. K-I-N-G-K. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny King. That's Is that all, it? That's it. Oof. All right, a couple of things off the Indy report. Um, Devin Hannibal Nicholson was hit with a lawsuit after stabbing a referee back in 2021. It's a good I thing. That video, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. How's he not in prison? Right. That's what hey, I'm thinking. Abby did the same thing back in the day. I drew the book that just stabbed people with forks. 
This is another one of those, why did they wait two years for this to come about? Yeah. You know, I mean, what took so long? It's right? kind of like, it's like, it's the kettle calling the pot black. Right. Because Hannibal sued Abdul the Butcher for giving him hepatitis C. Right. And now Nicholson being sued for doing the exact same yep, thing. Yep, exactly. The boss is back. The boss is back. Welcome back, boss. Yes, you have an announcement? You yes. Came, it looks like you came over with a purpose. Well, I came over with a purpose because, uh, you know, I was in awe because we have a legendary, you know, Hall of Famer yes. here. And when I say legendary, Greg is a legend. Absolutely. You know, many, many uh, feuds, uh, especially with Piper. I mm -hmm. really, you know, Chief would have probably talked about that, the dog collar match. Uh, but, you know, we missed, because I was so in awe, March 16th and 17th. Oh, yes. I wrote yeah. it down. I know. That's why I looked at your paper, because I couldn't remember the day. <laughs> Silver, <laughs> Silver State uh, Sports Toy Comic Collectible Show. Uh, it had a former name, um, which we've changed the name. Um, there's a lot of controversy with that name, so we changed it. Silver State uh, Sports Toys Collectibles Expo will be at the World Market uh, Center Expo, whatever you want to call it, downtown, March 16th and 17th of next year. And all the information will be uh, forthcoming to the vendors and public who came. Unfortunately, my partner in the show is on a boat in Alaska where I should be right now, but unfortunately, I'm here with you guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. But no, I'm, I'm here with friends and family and, um, you know, great room so far. Uh, people are very happy. We got Juan Munez, uh, who is the uh, artist for all the, uh, the, the Golden Misfits. And he's also got a couple books on uh, mental health. And we'll uh, have him on a future show somewhere on WWDB TV. Absolutely. Let's we'll take John's we'll book. Absolutely. No, he was given it to him. It was given to him. But, uh, you know, there's That's a lot of stuff going him. on. Uh, we got Ariel uh, Shu yes. from The Mandalorian just yep. next to us. Yep. She was a Jawa along with her mom mm -hmm. uh, in uh, Star Wars Mandalorian. So we're having a lot of fun down here. Absolutely. I'm just a, you know, I'm still kind of torn up with, you know, Terry. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you know, uh, just Greg, Greg talked about, you know, his experiences with ah. Terry and shared some stories. But, um, but you know what, come down today and yeah. tomorrow because... Because you're going to be here. <clears throat> Yeah, that's, okay. that should be without saying. Um, come down anyway. Come down anyway. Yeah. I don't charge it. Yeah. No, but seriously, you know, if, if just, pay just, you to come in. just a, not me, Chief's the one that pays people to buy his uh, exercise tape. Uh, just come down anyway because it's a Chief's fun exercise tape? Long story. <laughs> okay. Long story. Uh, <laughs> uh, just come on down and have fun. This is a fun room right now. And if you need to pick me up from the wrestling news and now today Bob Barker passing away yeah. and. and you know, the recent activity, just come down, 10 to 5. It's already open, 5 today, 10 to 5 tomorrow. Come down, and then tonight, is is tonight the only night they're doing the yes, car trade trading? night from 5 to 8. Uh, like kids? I said, we were talking earlier about it, but, you know, I was in awe again. Um, but, so you know, five, 5 to 8 o'clock, okay. uh, trade night. Just bring your, you know, kids down. Let them trade their trading cards amongst each other. There is adult supervision in the sure. room, so don't worry about that. We'll be down there. Um, just we're going to have fun for the kids Absolutely. for three hours. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. What'd you say? So it won't be cheap. Oh, there you go. You still have this. I'm afraid to look at uh, <laughs> Facebook messages from, you know, recently. Yeah, that's that, terrifying. Yeah, it's that, terrifying. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's definitely terrifying. Isn't that, uh, what's his face? Uh, Richard, Richard, Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons, yes. yeah. Yes. I've been just, meaning to put this on DVD covers. I just haven't had time. Oh, <laughs> my God. But, you know, you always end the show very, yes. um, you know, sympathetic. The one thing, you know, is we're all friends of each other. Mm -hmm. Um Recently, I've lost a ton of friends and family, and just remember, 
this is not a video game. Mm -hmm. You can't put in another quarter and hit the credits button, right. start it over. Take care of your health. I'm not, you know, a, a feature of health or a spokesperson of it, but take care of your friends, your family, your health. And, you know, every once in a while, just send a friend a text and say, hey, love you. You know, yep. it's all that matters. Absolutely. Yeah. Great complimented me. He asked me if I played any sports. He says I looked like I could have played sports. I said I played football in high school. That was about it. And you know what? Um, you, you've got your story of weight loss. Yes. And it's in your book. Yep. And that's very encouraging for people. Absolutely. You know, the, I, there's pictures of this gentleman here that you would not recognize the before and after. Or is it the after and before? But <laughs> Both. Both. Either way, you get to see what, what changes. What? Let my voice speak to you now available on Amazon. How many books have you sold? Four. Okay. Five. Five. Okay. <laughs> anyway, guys, I, I appreciate. We'll, yes, sir. We, we got stuff going on. I know. Don't forget, you got stuff going on. Don't forget, on. John um, is is a great guy. If you're looking to that do that, John. That John from WWDB TV. Exactly. If you're no. looking to do a podcast, if you're looking to do commercials, we've got you know one of the best in town, probably the best in town. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to Alfonso, who is two booths over from us, that does a lot of graphics work now. Mm -hmm. So those two really need to talk to each other. And uh -oh. Uh -oh. you've called. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Here comes the payment for yeah, the solicitation. It's a dollar. That means I got to start dancing, right? Okay. Um, I'll give you a dollar not to, please. Yeah, okay. uh, but no, see Alfonso. Yep. You know he does a lot of graphics work. What's it? Video three sixty. V three sixty. Him and his wife do a TikTok uh, weekly Las Vegas chat um, thing. Yep. Hey, have fun, and that's what they're doing with their family, and you know it's a side business. For Besides, them. the boss of this event. It keeps looking at me. You have a job to start doing soon. So I get Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Because I'm hearing some other voice on the microphone. I, uh, yeah. It's like, whose screechy voice is that on there? The, the thing of it is, I don't like to be on a microphone. You know that. I Even know. though I've done it before, yeah. I just, I, I want to say hi to all the people that I are know. here. And the yep. thing of it is, I've got such great family. My wife, my kid, my friends, everyone. You guys are my friends and mm -hmm. my, you're not just friends, family. Mm -hmm. Helping out. So. Well, I'm kind of going off into the sunset and retiring. You can give me the microphone <laughs> since we're, we're kind of, you know, any announcements you make. Well, I pulled it out of my pants, so there you go. <laughs> Talk about hand sanitizer. Yeah. So, you know, if you need something announced, I can do it from here in the meantime. So. Not a problem. I right. want you to enjoy your show. Nah, of course. Uh, which, you know, we've all had fun for many years yeah. doing this show. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm going to go uh, take care of Chief right now because it looks like he's running amok. Go have fun. Yeah. All right. We're running amok. Get out of his cage again. Jeez. Help? The white jacket guys will be here soon. All right. Is he drowning over there? I, I can't see him in the corner, I so I have no idea. All right. Um, let's get into a couple of things, and, and we'll get into pop culture, and then we'll kind of wrap it up here. Um, AAA is negotiating a USA TV deal for 2024. I really would like to see Impact get a deal. So they, need a better TV, they need a better TV deal, yeah. But, well, Tony Khan couldn't get Ring of Honor on Warner Brothers Discovery. Yeah, I don't know. How's Triple A gonna get one? And then MLW is suing WWE, saying they have a monopoly and not letting anybody else have TV deals. But yet here we are with Triple A negotiating. Yeah. We have AEW trying with, to get more shows. Yeah, AEW's right. got freaking three shows a week. And we talked about it last week about ESPN now jumping in to maybe making some offers to WWE. Uh, and quite yeah. frankly, what that would do to programming, because as everybody well, knows, they'd move, move Raw to FX. No, no, no. But what I'm talking about is, is that you have the the G-rated stuff yeah. of Disney and and whatnot. You know, you're gonna 
there has to be some changes on some of the shows if wanna, Disney's name is going to be imprinted I on it somewhere. I so because you have FX is more the adult channel for people. Well, I understand. And you have Fox yeah. like stuff. So yeah, man, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Meantime, until the ink's dry, somewhere for these companies, that's all that matters. AJ Lee leaves WOW, Women of Wrestling. She departed there officially not too long ago. Um, you guys want to talk about the next two bullets? I won't. I can't, I can't bring it up. This sounds self... You <laughs> don't have to. I just thought it was funny. Um, yeah, that's fine. Um, all right, let's go into pop culture. Pop culture. Uh, Barbie becomes the most popular movie of 2023. Not because of me. I haven't gone to see it. I haven't either. I haven't seen it either. I have no interest in it. As close as I've come to Barbie anything is... Governor Val from the Kiwanis Connect show, when she saw the movie when it came out about two months ago, a picture was taken of her in the demo car that was outside the theater. Yeah. And we snagged, we snagged it, and now we use that in an intro segment for Val. That's as nice. close to anything Barbie as I've gotten. Um, but listen, you know what? It's a, there, was, there were people were complaining about the movie having a message about women empowerment that that shouldn't have been in a movie like that. Um, but you know what? It doesn't really matter because no. the message was received. And if it's the most popular movie of the year, that's terrific. Something yeah. somewhat, somewhat clean and wholesome yeah. is the most popular movie. I think is pretty cool. And what do you think a movie about Barbie wouldn't be about women empowerment? Yeah. It's a freaking doll from it's a, a doll. girl. Exactly. That you but know that again, means the way they marketed Barbie and they made her an astronaut and this yeah. and that. Kind of makes sense. I have, I have back in the day, they had, they had university series, college series. Yeah. I have a Penn State and Syracuse University for my wife, Barbie doll, still in a box in the college uniforms as a cheerleader. Your daughters weren't into Barbies when they were kids? No. You know what they were into at that time? You love me. Barney. I love you. Barney yeah. gave me HIV. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious! Oh my! Now this you can edit one, that out, right? So this surprises me. Leave it in. <laughs> you gotta pay him leave it in. That's true. That's true. Trey Lance turned to the Cowboys. Why the hell are your Niners doing business with the Cowboys? I don't know, but Trey Lance had well, yeah, to go. They, well, yeah, they gave up on Lance, but they also traded they, a ton to get him to Miami to, yeah. to pick him. And that's how right. Miami got two of them. 440 total passes in his total football career dating from high school, college, and the pros. I don't know what, but, I don't I don't know know what, what they were thinking. but I don't know what John Link saw in them. There's nothing there. Just for more breaking news, the Cowboys have already been eliminated from the 2024 <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> just thought Dak, I'd throw that out there for Dak you. Dak Prescott's thrown four picks in practice today. Oh, my goodness gracious. Send your comments to Matt Mullen at or at 702. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, by the way, at the top of uh, uh, at some hour, noontime Pacific time, we will be pre-recording my Aaron's Hour show, which will then also be viewed and available. That's sometime today. Shortly after this noon shows tomorrow. up. Noon tomorrow. Right, exactly. So keep an eye out for that. I'm just going to continue coverage of the event here. Uh, we'll have Ariel Shu come on hopefully for a few minutes um, and whatever other guests and people Scott can round up for us. Uh, that's okay. It's all right. <laughs> I'm being ignored by a movie star. Really? I mean, what's so terrible? See? Oh, now, see? She, tur <laughs> she turned on movie star. Did you notice that? Once I said movie star, Ariel, come on. Come on over here. Come sit down and join us, my friend. 
All right, so I was wrong. We're going to get Ariel in two parts today as we wrap up Thoughts Count Anywhere wrestling show. And hopefully you'll stop on when I do Aaron's Hour a little later. How are you? It is the way. It is the way. We'll make it so. The way? You feeling all right? You doing good? You look great. Keeping busy? Yeah. What's what's the latest project you're working on? Can't say. Oh, we can't say. It's not official. We can't. We can't jump the shark. Because well, you know yet. the strike is going on. Oh, that is yeah. true. Yeah, the Screen so Actors Guild. Yeah, there's nothing. She's got nothing in the works. Don't worry about <laughs> it. She's just doing shows edit, like this. We're gonna edit that out. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll edit that later. How's mom doing? Good. She's doing all right. Yeah. How come she's not with you? She's at another con. Oh no. Okay. So, so they they split duties. Yes, we split. Is what we're doing. <laughs> we try to go everywhere. So you're here both days today and tomorrow, right? Yes. And you've got uh, pictures over there. What can pictures, people uh, do when they come see you? What can pictures, they? Pictures, collectibles. Okay. I have some figures and um, yeah. So Comic come on books. down. Today at 05, right? Tomorrow 10 yes, to 5. Yep. Ariel will be here all weekend. Come on yeah. down. She'll take pictures and sign some stuff and talk all the all the sci-fi stuff you want, yeah. right? Yep, People are coming in, so I'm gonna. I want, but thank you for cruising over. We're gonna get you on when I do my show in about an hour or so for okay, a few minutes. Is that right? All right, thank you, Doug. I love her. We love, how do you not love that? Yeah. Shoot, right? Yeah. Ariel's my favorite. I'm t- absolutely. <laughs> I see her like every day, too. right? Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's cut for a quick break for a minute or two. When we come back, we'll wrap up. I'll read this, and then we'll call it a day. Thank you, darling. Sounds good. Thank you. This is Jeff Bearden, the Giant Warrior. Join me on Saturday mornings to listen to the best wrestling podcasts on the internet. Thoughts count anywhere. Tune in to WWDB-TV to be able to catch this wonderful show. And stuff. I know I'll be here every Saturday to watch myself. All right, welcome back for uh, the last segment of the show. <laughs> I don't even know what we have left to do over here. Um, let, let's let's kind of wrap this up in a neat little bow. You know, we we, we talked about Terry. We talked about Bray. I, I like how, sorry, but some card show this weekend with the Super Bowl winning goalie. Oh, Super, Super Bowl winning. You make one slip up. Yep. Jeez. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. We were I was here. laughing the whole time I was writing it. A couple of weeks ago, I don't know, I was tired. I don't know, we, Chief was announcing the names. I was the only one. Make mistakes around here. <laughs> and instead of saying Stanley Cup champion, I said Super Bowl champion. I don't know why. But it was funny. It still is funny. That's okay. But look, if you can't laugh at yourself and your sh- misgivings and everything else, who can you laugh at? Because I'm tired of laughing at him. So, you know. Anyway. Throw peas at Albertsons, please. That's right. Aisle 12. No. Spill at aisle 12. <laughs> well, the peas don't hurt. The turkeys are the ones that the hurt, isn't it? Hurt, That's yeah. right. All right. Let, let's kind of wrap this up. Let, let's... You know, usually I ask for final thoughts, yeah. you know, but let, let's kind of change it up a little bit. What's your, what's your final thoughts on the celebration of uh, Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt? And now we can throw Bob Barker's name in there if we wanted to, but of Funk. Don't your pets spayed and neutered. <laughs> there you go. Wrap it up. Give us, give us some thoughts on Funk and Bray Wyatt. It's been a rough week for wrestling fans. You go from, like, a legend like Terry Funk dying. He did leave a full life. And he didn't die at a young age, so we knew like it was, it was unexpected but expected at the same time. We knew yeah. it was coming, but, but not that quick. It was like you heard like recent months like his health was failing after his wife died and stuff like that, so the kind of writing's on the wall already. He was but on- the Bray Wyatt thing 
like people knew he was going through like health issues, mm-hmm. but it was keeping him out of the ring. But I don't think anybody really thought it was that serious. That serious, yeah. And then his dad does an interview saying, "Oh, he's coming back soon." There was a lot of anticipation for that. Yeah. All that just to Bray Wyatt died. You're like, what? Yeah. I thought it was fake as hell too. Somebody said me, and I was like, Bray Wyatt died. Bray Wyatt died. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, not a lot of celebrity deaths get to me because, like, you see them on the screen, like, they don't really have, like, an emotional connection, like, right. with you. But, like, the quote you're going to share to, like, Ryan show, mm-hmm. wrestling fans and, like, your relationship with wrestlers are, like, a whole different thing. Totally agree. Totally agree. Well that said. one hit hard. Yeah. Great hit hard, yeah. Well said. So, I'll give my thoughts on Terry Funk since I wasn't able to do it at the beginning of the show. My first experience with Punk was actually was in when he was in WCW in '94 and feuding with Dustin Rhodes and all of that. That's when I became a fan of Punk. Okay, this guy's pretty cool. He's a hard-nosed guy. Mm-hmm. Then he came out here to Las Vegas for the NWC, and I got to saw him up close. I thought, wow, this dude is really crazy. Stay out of his way. <laughs> but it's sad that he went. That, that he was unrecognizable in, in the pictures we last seen. Like you wouldn't think this is the hardcore legend. No disrespect to McFoley, but it Terry Funk is the original hardcore legend. Just yeah, um, it's just it's tough. Somebody said the other day. I think we said it on the roundtable about drinking water and keeping your body hydrated. Yeah. That it is the most important computer in the world is what we have right here. Yeah. And when the motherboard starts going on this computer, the yeah. devastation to the body physically not. Yeah. Is is one thing, and you see it physically, um, but we have to take it for granted because, or not take it for granted because Mother Nature is undefeated. That's the bottom line. Well, Mother Nature, Father Time, whatever, whatever, you know, it's still undefeated. There's nobody that's still alive from the from the beginning of time, except for maybe Chief. You can make an argument there, but (laughs) but seriously, you know. I hope he's not drowning over there. Well, we're we're gonna. If you want to head over there a few minutes early, go ahead. Go ahead. Go slide over there. You did part the Red Sea at one point, (laughs) so I'm sure you can get through Sandstone. Be safe, everybody. All right. Uh, So let me let me go let me I'll go into this and we'll just kind of wrap it up from there. And you said you got this from Ryan. Yeah. Who got it off somebody else? Posted it from somewhere. All right. Wrestlers and wrestling fans share a unique. You could. You want? Just turn it towards you a little bit. There you go. All right. Take two. Wrestlers and wrestling fans share a unique, one-of-a-kind bond that is unlike any other bond in the world. Fans watch their favorite wrestlers grow up and mature in the business just as much as wrestlers watch fans grow up and mature in the business as well. There is love, there is hate, passion, respect, enthusiasm, anger, and all types of other emotions shared between wrestlers and fans. Without fans, there is no wrestling, and without wrestlers, there certainly are no fans. It is the most unique, passionate bond in all of entertainment and sports. Wrestlers have no idea how many lives they've truly touched and saved. And honestly, fans don't know how many lives of wrestlers they have saved as well. Wrestling has, its all, has it all emotions, growth, happiness, sadness, love, hate, the whole nine. But remember one thing, it's a huge family. When we lose a wrestler, the whole community feels, it's, feels it fans and wrestlers alike. 
The next time you have the opportunity to go to a wrestling show, we strongly recommend big or small, indie or pro, it doesn't matter. Give them your all and they will give it right back to you tenfold. Remember, wrestling is a true love story. Be kind to everybody. Why is that? We'll see you next time on Thoughts Count Anywhere. Thank you for watching.